0: Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, whenever you happen to be listening to this podcast, this is the Jayhawker Talker podcast, a podcast affiliated with the Heartland College Sports Podcast Network. My name is Mark Van Sickle. Before we get rolling with today's episode, don't forget, subscribe, download, give it a five-star rating. A lot of good stuff happening over there at heartlandcollegesports.com, getting you ready for football season, but right now. We want to talk some Kansas Jayhawks. Not just football, not just basketball, but things off the court, off the field. A lot of stuff going on at KU. A lot of stuff happening in Lawrence, Kansas over the past week. And has there ever, has there ever been a better time to be a fan of the University of Kansas and their athletic programs? Now, I've been asking myself this for the past few days. Over and over again, with all the news coming out. It seems to be positive vibes coming out of Lawrence, Kansas. And has there ever been a time where you felt this good? Not only about your basketball team, but your football team as well. Typically, we're not feeling good heading into football season. But this year, we're riding that high. First bowl game since 2008. Here we are back with Jalen Daniels at quarterback. The Heisman hopeful last year before he got injured. Now the Big 12 offensive preseason player of the year, candidate. You love to see it come from the Kansas Jayhawks and their football program. So what's going on at Kansas? What is happening, and why is it that Kansas seems to be the focus of everybody's attention right now in the Big 12? Well, here it is. It's not just football. It's not just basketball. It's off the field, off the court as well. And this is why Kansas has been the focus over the past week, riding the wave, for basketball, let's get let's let's do basketball first, because there's a few points I want to hit on today. But basketball. Here's why you're feeling good about basketball. You feel good about basketball every year. You got Bill Self as your head coach. You've always got top recruits coming in. But this year, this is what's happening with the Kansas Jayhawks. You've got pretty much a brand new team. Eighty percent of the team from last year was gone. You only had three returning starters. But what what happens? Bill Selfland's the number one player in the transfer portal, seven foot-two center, Hunter Dickinson. The Jayhawks have also been awarded the number one way too early preseason ranking on ESPN's top twenty-five poll. You can always go to ESPN.com, check that out. They always have their way too early polls. KU comes in at number one on that poll right now. After they had the addition of Hunter Dickinson after Kevin McCullough Jr. announced he's coming back number one on that way too early poll. So not only are things looking up and looking bright for this upcoming season, the 2023-2024 basketball season, but you've also got the number one center in the 2024 recruiting class coming to the University of Kansas. That's right. This past week, breaking news, breaking news over the weekend It was said that Flory Bedunga, the five-star center from Indiana, Indiana's Gatorade Player of the Year this past year, coming to the University of Kansas, he picks KU over Duke, Michigan, and Auburn. Those were his final four choices. It was between KU, Duke, Michigan, and Auburn. Before that, he had Indiana, his hometown, his home state team, Kentucky, Michigan State, and others were all on his list. But he chose KU. Why could that be? Maybe it's because Bill Self likes to work with big men and get them to their fullest potential. You look at Joel Embiid, you know, coming off of an MVP season in the NBA. You've got guys like, well, look right in front of us this year. Hunter Dickinson chose to come to Kansas. So you've already got the secession plan to Hunter Dickinson in place with Flory Badunga. That's right. KU can go from Hunter Dickinson, the number one transfer portal player in college basketball, to Flory Badunga, the number one center in the 2024 recruiting class and top five recruit overall. So that is why you're excited about Kansas basketball. Not only are they the number one team in the way too early top 25 poll on ESPN, not only did they get Hunter Dickinson from Michigan in the transfer portal coming in to help with this team this year, but they also got the number one center in the 2024 recruiting class this past week in Flory Badunga. So that's always fun to see. You know, basketball is always going to be at the top of mind when it comes to Kansas athletics and Well, I mean, I don't know why you wouldn't think of Kansas basketball. They are the godfather of college basketball. The godfather of basketball, James Naismith from the University of Kansas. So you've got that. You've got national championships. You've got Big 12 championships, everything like that. But football is also coming back at the University of Kansas. I know you can laugh all you want. You can laugh about my take on Kansas football. You, I know a lot of you guys were laughing at me last year, preseason, when I predicted the Kansas Jayhawks would be a six-win team last year. And what happened? They were a six-win team last year. So maybe you shouldn't laugh so hard when I talk about Kansas football and how I think they're going to be doing this year. Going to be talking about that next week on the podcast. Going to do a rundown of the Kansas football schedule. But this week, I want to talk about what Kansas – is doing head coach Lance Leipold. We all know took over the program. They had zero wins in 2020 under less miles. That's right. I, does anybody even remember the Les miles era at Kansas? I certainly don't. I forgot it already. Ended with a zero win season in 2020. Lance Leipold takes over two wins in 2021. Last year gets to six wins, gets to their first bowl game since 2008. And then what happens? The recruiting continues to get better. They have their best recruiting class so far heading into 2024. Lance Leipold is building this program the way that he wants to. And you got your diamond in the rough quarterback, Jalen Daniels back. Talked about him earlier. Big 12 preseason offensive player of the year heading into 2023. The arrow continues to point up for not only Jalen Daniels and the offense, but But for the Kansas Jayhawks football program and if you want to Kansas City Star had a great article on Jalen Daniels this week uh how Jalen Daniels became the face of Kansas football nobody knew who this kid was that is over there at KansasCity.com in the sports section uh just search for Kansas you'll be able to find it search for Jalen Daniels Casey Star you'll be able to find it but Fantastic article on how Kansas got Jalen Daniels, how he was a two-star recruit from California. Nobody was picking up on him. He was supposed to go to Middle Tennessee State before he finally was given an offer by Kansas. And it's just fun to see a guy like Jalen Daniels who nobody expected to be good. Or if they didn't expect him to be good, they didn't expect him to be great. In college, that's why he wasn't getting any offers. Snuck out of the universe, or snuck out of California. Uh, UCLA now uh, saying that they wish they could have got him. Of course, Chip Kelly coming out of nowhere saying that they wish they would have got Jalen Daniels right there in their backyard, but they couldn't do it. Kansas got him, and now he's heading into his junior season at Kansas as one of the top offensive players in the Big Twelve. And I'm excited for this Kansas program to see what they can do this year. Again, next week on the podcast, I'm going to go over what's happening in the Kansas program this season. Their schedule, how many wins I think they can get, go through each game. It's going to be a lot of fun. But the momentum from the Kansas football team has led to some promising endeavors off the field as well. Because you know what they're going to do at Kansas. We've talked about it a little bit already. We've talked about what Kansas is going to be doing with their improvement project. And what they're going to do, it's going to be called the KU Gateway District. And they announced this a couple months ago that they were going to be doing this. They now have the formal name for it as the KU Gateway District. And just yesterday... They released the first renderings of what this project is going to look like. It looks absolutely beautiful. You can go over to my Twitter page, at JayHawkerTalker. I retweeted the KU Athletics account. They posted a video. And it's really exciting to see what they're going to be building there. Of course, talked about it a little bit last week on the podcast, too how they were going to start building this thing at the end of 2023. That was already announced after this football season ends. That's when this project begins. And they're going to hopefully open this new transformed David Booth Kansas Memorial Stadium in August 2025. They're going to be playing through it while they're building the new one. They're going to be still be playing there, but there's going to be improvements and there's going to be new renovations happening at the stadium. And it's going to be fantastic to see. So what they're going to be building around here, not only only is this going to be helping Kansas Athletics, but it's going to be helping the economy in Lawrence, Kansas. It's going to be helping the university. And not only will they have the new improvements to the football stadium, they're also going to have the amenities outside of the stadium as well. This is being called a a once-in-a-lifetime project. There at the University of Kansas. It's going to be a job booster. It's going to be an economy booster. It's going to add some living spaces onto the campus. It's going to have new retail, dining, living spaces, a conference center that can be used in a variety of ways for the city of Lawrence and for the University of Kansas. Opportunities like more concerts, uh, events, conferences, things of that nature. All going to be built here at the the KU Gateway District right there at the end of the north part of the stadium. And I'm looking at it right now at KUathletics.com. It looks absolutely gorgeous. I can't wait to see the finished product, how it all looks. They're going to have a new scoreboard. A new video board. It's going to be two and a half times bigger than the one they currently have right now. They're going to have more seating in both end zones. Looks like they have the lighting on it kind of looks a little bit goofy. I'm going to be honest. The lighting that goes over the top of the stadium looks kind of silly. But I I can't fault them for what they're going to do with the lighting. You know, it, it is what it is. It's just lights. I'm going to get over how the lights look right now on the outside of the stadium. But when you see this, when you see how it's going to look on the outside of the stadium, on the inside of the stadium, uh, they're going to be having uh, some suites that, of course, are going to be top tier, brand new, state of the line suites in the stadium as well. I'm hoping to get a tour when it's finished. I, I want to go down there as official Jay Hawker Talker podcast host and go through, do a walkthrough so that I can tell you guys what this thing is going to be like. But for right now... What they're going to be doing is doing construction on the first phase that's going to start at the conclusion of the 2023 football season, and it's going to be completed by the start of the 2025 season in August 2025. And they're going to keep playing in the stadium through that while they're doing the construction, but this gateway project is looking absolutely fantastic, and it's going to connect the stadium to a new player lounge. There's going to be a nutrition and fuel bar. There's going to be a conference center. Mentioned that earlier. And for recruiting, this is going to be a game changer for Kansas football. There's no other way to put it. And it's going to be a place where not only during football season, not only is the game day experience going to be enhanced, but throughout the entirety of the year, you're going to be able to do things down here at this football district. I don't know if they're calling it the football district, but I'm going to be calling it the football district. It is the KU Gateway Project, and it's set to go down at the end of this year. I'm really excited to see what they have to offer. Again, you can go to my Twitter page, at Jayhawker Talker. You can see the video that they posted yesterday. You can go to kuathletics.com as well. So something else that's been going on at KU this past week. Really cool opportunity for the University of Kansas. They are doing something that no other college in America, no other college in the world, to my understanding, has done. And they're bringing a brand new name, image, likeness, undergraduate certificate program to the University of Kansas. So the undergraduate certification program in name, image, and likeness, NIL. That's what NIL is, name, image, likeness. It's for athletes and student athletes to be able to make money off of themselves while they are athletes in college. They weren't able to do that just until a couple of years ago. So this has been a game changer for college athletics. Not only that, but KU is so forward thinking in this that they've started a brand new undergraduate uh, certification program that has to deal with NIL. So according to the KU press release, this certificate can serve both students who are interested in working in the NIL space as well as student athletes at KU who are looking for training on how to manage their own name, image, and likeness. So that makes sense. You've got students who might want to uh, major in this space as it is growing and growing and growing each and every day, each and every year. And then you've got the student athletes who will likely want to be a part of this program so that maybe they won't have to hire an agent. They can just go out and do it on their own, make all the money themselves. And that's what you want to do. If you're a student athlete, that is what you want to do. You want to be able to make the most money that you can while you can in college, because not everybody's going to become a professional athlete. No matter how good at basketball you are, no matter how good at football you are, there's a chance you don't make it at the next level. Kansas had some pretty spectacular basketball teams. They don't always have every player from their team go to the NBA. That's just how it is. But when you're playing basketball at the University of Kansas, you can make a significant amount of money off of your name, image, and likeness. So this program, this certification program is going to be absolutely a game changer at the University of Kansas. And not only that, it could start a movement to branching out to other schools as well. So the curriculum is going to be focused on sports management, athlete and personal branding, content creation, and more. Kansas is leading the way in this medium, a first-time program like this. And it's going to be exciting to see where they take this because Kansas – is the first program to do this. They are the first university to do this. And it's never been done before. So while a lot of other people have been talking about NIL, the name image image likeness, everything else like that, not a lot of people have really known what to do with it. So Kansas taking the first step to being able to have this certification program to be able to have their student athletes be a part of it, be in the mix for what's going on with this debut program, I think that's absolutely fantastic. So, not only is it a thrilling time to be a Kansas basketball fan, a Kansas football fan, a Kansas whatever fan, you're able to see what they're doing for the student athletes in NIL. You're able to see how the football program, as they're growing under head coach Lance Leipold, how they're able to build the program, not only on the field, but off the field as well, getting the new facilities. They already have the new locker room facility built. They're going to be building onto the stadium. You're going to have more seating in the end zones. They're going to have the bigger display screen in the end zone, in the south end zone. They're going to be building on outside of the stadium as well. So to be a Kansas Jayhawk fan right now, to see everything that's going on, to see these projects that are going to be built up, the stadium projects are going to be done by 2025 in August 2025. So two years from now, The first part of this, the first phase of this project, the KU Gateway project, is going to be complete. They're going to have new shopping, new dining, new uh, living spaces. They're going to have some potential for theaters, maybe a movie theater, uh, concert space as well as the conference center. So this is a great time to be a Kansas fan. If you live in the area, it's going to be a fun time to watch this thing grow up. And I'm excited to see what happens, not only with the teams on the field, on the court, but off of it as well as they're moving into these new spaces. That about does it for today's episode. Thanks for joining me today on the Jayhawker Talker podcast. We can keep the conversation going over at Twitter, at Jayhawker Talker. Download, subscribe, give this podcast a five-star rating. My name is Mark Van Sickle. You've been listening to the Jayhawker Talker podcast, an affiliation with the Heartland College Sports Podcast Network. Go check out my latest article over there at heartlandcollegesports.com. And until next time, rock chalk, Jayhawk.